I've probably said this story on the podcast before, but this man's the stupidest man I've ever met. You're still part of the bourgeoisie, but like you get eaten last. So not to immediately derail our podcast with, you see the problem is capitalism, which- No, you like jazz. I do like jazz. Oh, okay. I'm a what big you, how, fan of, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, okay. So, how, do you, how do you feel about houses? <laughs> I was about to say Billy Idol. No, 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 no. I got to tell you this story real quick. I'm a big fan of Billy Eilish. Uh, no, Billy Idol is the problem is, um, Nina has a coworker who says mm -hmm. that Billy Idol is a punk musician. And all of this information comes, and I know you, you're familiar enough with Billy uh, Idol to know that's Yeah, I not, know who Billy Idol is, of course. That's not um, very accurate. It's not accurate at all. Now, if you, if you look it up, he has done work with the band Generation X. Whomst? Uh, it's, it's a punk band for, ah. that is in the early era of punk. Okay. However, Billy Idol is not a punk artist. Billy Idol was in a punk band. Yeah. And they broke up within three years, you know, and now there's a new lineup without him, blah, blah, blah. The band reformed, yada, 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 yada. Uh, but not for a long time. The band reformed for like one year. Okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> but if you look, Google will list him as a punk musician, even though the majority of his career was 80s rock, you know? Yeah, I see you. So Nina has been getting in an argument with her coworker, just saying, no, dude, it's, he's not a punk musician. He's, he's a rock just, musician. He's quite simply not. Yeah. But a lot of this has come down and I'm not trying to restart this conversation. The, um, our like, our like culture conversation from a few weeks yeah, ago. I was going to say. Yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, but it's like, Nina's trying to like tell this guy, it's like punk is a cultural movement and is incredibly political and like purposeful about what it does. And a lot of um, 80s aesthetics have sort of melted together. You know, like, example, leather is a staple of the metal genre now. Yeah. But leather entered the metal genre because Rob Halford was in the gay leather scene and wore leather in shows, which people in the scene knew it was a fetish statement, like a fetish accent, you know, all that mm -hmm. stuff. Like, that was his scene. But people outside didn't. Uh, outside were like, hell yeah, look at him, dressed head to toe in leather. That's so cool and normal and straight. That's so cool. <laughs> Honestly, a mood. I, I look at things and I go, damn, that's so cool and normal and straight. So often. But yeah, uh, the, the big conversation has been uh, Billy Idol, not a punk musician. So you said you like jazz. I'm like, oh yeah, I love Billy Idol because that's the only musician I could think of. Meanwhile, I'm trying to say Fats Waller or, you know, Angry Saxophone Man or, or Trumpet any, Man. Any other... <laughs> Literally anything else. <laughs> Honestly, very anyway. funny. Uh, no. I yeah, just... I like houses too, Dan. I like houses <laughs> <Thank> too. <laughs> I was going to talk about houses. No, um, I've been playing a lot of The Sims lately. I don't know if you're aware of I this. would not have really never noticed. Yeah. Uh, actually, I was talking about the, uh, I was, uh, when I was playing last, I was mentioning that, you know, it's it's currently my longest running series on, on Twitch. Like, it's the thing I've been doing the longest. And I'm going to yeah. be really sad when it's finally over because we're kind of getting, we're, we're definitely in like the latter like half by this point we're actually on i would argue like entering the final quarter but it has made me realize that like i understand consciously that obviously interior design is a very difficult thing that, ever, that people do yada yada oh yeah i'm not yeah. gonna sit here and be like i could be an interior designer because i designed the interior of my sims house but i can Flip design side, though i mean have you seen the interior of your sims house exactly. maybe there's not that much to it well i was gonna say like but at the same time i'm like i could design 
the interior of my Sims. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I know what I like. And if you booted up the Sims and you were like, I'm going to make a house for me that I would enjoy in real life. Exactly. You could set it up. A hundred percent. And I, and I would have it. It would be great. It does. It doesn't make me wish that I had been like, like, I don't know. I, I catch myself saying things like, oh, you've got it. Like I'm getting nonstop like interior design TikToks now. I love that. Like, hey, this is how you should arrange a room because like or like how you should put a rug in a space because like there's specific rules to it that matter based on like how you want the space to be utilized and what you want that rug to be and like should things be on or off of it and what does it mean if it's only half on it like big like psycho like in the same way that like you get like a lot of fun psychology discussion out of like a lot of design work like any kind of like design like uh, graphic design as well you get a lot of like oh this color like gives this right mm-hmm. and i just damn that would have been a fun thing to do <laughs> like that's really like right it, the problem is, is that i wouldn't want to do it to somebody else <laughs> like i don't i would not i think that i would be like no this is the best style you should just do this and they would be like i do not like that i was like well bye yeah what, what are you gonna do right it's like all right ignore me then I, yeah I exactly <laughs> exactly but it, it's gotten me to like really think about like my own stylings like what i really like and i I found that i what i like is like some is for lack of a better word i don't i don't know if there's a real word for it but like modern victorian almost or modern baroque like very much like where you take a if you took a height like a hyper modern like apartment comp like apartment building right you know pure white sharp edges the nine yards and you smash But you also added in so much unnecessary filigree. So much. Just unimaginable amount. Just so much. Okay, I'm going to send you an image Go just to it. make sure got? that we are yeah, on yeah, the same yeah. please, page. Please, please, please. Stuff like that. And for the listeners, I got big wooden trim. I got big tall windows and I got big that marble exactly checkered floors. It. That is extravagant perfect. stuff, but very modern in how clean it is versus like like all of these, uh, all that wood trim would actually have like intricate gold leaf carvings mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. it were a true Baroque piece, you know, exactly. stuff like that. Exactly. And like this idea of like, hey, you can be like super clean and modern and still have these kind of like, th- this is this is like almost perfect. This is like the exact extravagance that I need in my life. I think so. Not to immediately derail our podcast with, you see, the problem is capitalism, which we are want to do which, uh, because do. frankly, we're correct. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, problem is always capitalism. The problem with <laughs> the problem with stuff like this is so much modern design keeps getting stripped down, and because like I mean, the classic look right now is white, flat, and black. Like white, black, empty. and flat, and that's it. No, I don't even see black. I see white, really? flat, I see, empty. I see a lot of minimal, black, like um, trim. Like I see a lot, like in the in the in the linings of things. I see it. Oh, see, I don't see that. I usually see shades of beige and white mm, okay. and light gray. And that it's so depressingly minimalistic, but it's like it's trying to sell the idea of minimal possessions and clean, minimal living while simultaneously aggressively shitting on people who push for minimalism living. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. current like design trends are trying to push for what if you had nothing to fill your space? That's actually high fashion and style correct and i hate shit like that because like pretty design is cool yeah dude it's good i want more i want to see more like busy wallpaper patterns or like okay wallpaper's annoying to deal with okay i want to see 
different paint styles. I want to be in a room that's walls and ceiling are black with red carpet and gold wood trim somewhere. Yeah. You know, I, I want that to be no, my so like, room. I want to have something that has character and personality because I'm so sick of how many houses just are nothing. My house right now has a lot of the landlord special of white latex paint over every piece of wood in the building. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I um don't tell my landlord. I the other day when I was sick realized that the um the brass fixtures on the door to of the office were uh, <laughs> peeling, so I took a screwdriver and I scraped off all the paint on this brass hinge. Fuck yeah, you did. And I really want to just do the whole door and everything because this is as far as I can tell, this is the only real wood door in the house. Oh my god. And I'd love this door to have like I I want this to be nice. I want the room I spend my time in to look better. You know, but mm-hmm. like cuz every room is beige except for this one. Okay. Everyone knows what an accent wall is. Of course. However, this accent wall is my landlord ran out of matching paint and was like, "What if I did oh, an accent wall?" No. So the room is beige white and the accent wall is a muted turquoise but it's not the full wall dan it's at an angle and it's a big arch doorway all right it connects the um the living room to what could be the dining room space or just a living room extension you know and okay picture a flat wall put an arch dead center on it yep and now at an angle that does not connect to the middle of the arch, doesn't connect no. with the curve no, of the stop. arch. I need you to see. Doesn't connect to the bottom of the wall. I want you to do from about center up that muted turquoise coming down at an angle on the sides, but the one side, the angle isn't true because <laughs> the the thermostat is there. <laughs> he didn't so measure much. properly, so it hits the thermostat and then changes angles because the thermostat uh, messed up his flow and he didn't do it right. And it's it's so depressing. No, I love no. like my landlord is a is a personal friend of mine. Yeah, I like him a lot. Of course, like I got a lot of things to say about like shit landlords. Shout yeah, out course. to my dude out in um, I don't remember if I ever just said the name of the place, so I won't. Uh, the place where I was cutting hair. That dude sucked, all right? Yeah. The man yeah, yeah. was a contractor, and all he wanted to do was raise the rent from my building, but the floor was, like, sagging, and it was a shitty building. And when I left, he's like, uh, this place is actually kind of trashed. I don't know if I can give you your full deposit back. And I'm like, I didn't expect it or to get it back since you bought it in the middle of things and had no idea what it was like, so just keep it. Don't contact me. And I Amazing. left. Uh, he contacted me, by the way, on Christmas Eve. It was Christmas Eve that this Did man tell you, messaged tell you, me. Sorry, no security deposit for you. Literally. Like, fucking pig. Fucking, I hate that guy. Was he just Scrooge? Was May he, well. like, actually for me, just he Scrooge? Was. But my current landlord, to bring yes. it back, friend of yes. mine, like him a lot. He's a real do-it-yourself kind of guy and does not have the artistic eye he wants to have. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's, um, there's white and black tile on the floor of my kitchen. Okay. Unfortunately... It's not in any kind of pattern that makes sense. It's clear he was looking to do a pattern that wasn't just checkerboard, but it's also clear that he didn't know what he was doing with that because there's a pattern that makes sense and then there's a mess. And I'm looking at this, I'm like, hey man, why'd you do it like that? But I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say that. No, you're not gonna bully him. (laughs) You know? While staying in his own house. uh, 
Exactly. So I would love to repaint some of this house. I want to change a lot of this house. And to bring it all back, I'm a huge fan of rooms with black walls and ceilings. And yeah. even Hell light yeah. carpet works. I love a dark room, though, because yeah. you see people who are like, oh, don't do that. Always have a white ceiling because it makes the, makes the room feel smaller or whatever. Yeah, but like, frankly, it doesn't for me. I simply do not care. Like, I don't think that it makes the room feel smaller. I think it feels big in a different way. It also, it feels cozy. You know how nice it is to be in a dark room yeah. that has like, even short ceilings, a small ceilings point, like feel eight. bigger when yeah. the room is darker because they disappear in the shadow, especially if you don't try and light it big. You put a little lamp on a table and now you have like... I was going to say, with like a warm, with warm, like very focused targeted light locations. Yeah. Now. It's a cozy room now. It's not a big room. It's a cozy room and you set up comfortable chairs in there and that's where you read. Maybe you even put the TV in Just there. Like it's a, it's a little room, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. It doesn't need to be a big entertaining room. And I just, I love stuff like that. And that's what I want to see more of. And instead I'm, I'm in this place where every wall is the same color of beige, except for our kitchen, which has hideous wallpaper I love so much. I think I've sent you a picture. It's sunflowers so and bees funny though. and other stuff, I think. Other stuff you think? I don't know. There's like plants and stuff on it. I don't, I don't remember. I, it's been a hot minute. Sir. It's really funny though. Um, I agree. I agree hundred percent. And like, I, I just, I don't know. I feel like it's hard. It's not hard. It, it is very much against the, the standard design to be like, oh, I want very, I want my room to feel like kind of on the smaller side. My, my, almost my whole apartment mm -hmm. is also white, actually thinking about it. And it is also the same thing of like the shitty. Oh, every it's, I mean, surface. it's, the, it's modern design. You're in an apartment building. Of course it's going to be white, you know? Yeah. But like, even when we moved into, when we moved in here, one of the things we were talking about was like, if we were going to stay, if, well, originally we didn't think we were going to stay here this long, but if we were going to stay here for a long time, the plan was like, we'll replace one of the walls with an accent wall. Like we had like, all, we did have like ideas that we could do kind of to try and kind of like numb that, that blow. Uh, yeah. And like on one hand, I still would love to. On the other hand, I, it would break my heart to paint it back before we leave, which is, was the, they're like, that, only and that's the thing. They're like, right? we don't care if you paint the walls. We, don't, we really don't care what you do with the walls at all. Just put it back the way you found it, essentially, which I don't think is unfair. I think that is an extremely reasonable take. Uh, I don't think it's kind of stupid because I believe in New Jersey, you have to repaint the walls when someone moves out. So yeah. why why do you care? But whatever. Right. Also, here's a, a bigger issue. No one strips paint when they repaint walls. Mm -hmm. And that's what you keep adding it on top. The, the landlord special really does shine through in moments like that. Like the layers of paint, which... Once again, to clarify, I don't think my landlord did that. No. Because this this nasty white paint is not the style of anything else they've done with the house. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's just what's painted over everything. And I think that's who they bought it from a few years ago. Makes sense. And yet. <laughs> but like. And yet here we are. I have every now and then I've thought, hmm, I wonder if this man would knock off some of my rent if I worked on making elements of the house better you could ask honestly um when i was in philly uh i got some taken off of my rent because i got uh, verizon installed instead of like the other one that we had 
Oh, so he now had options at the place and he's like, hey, thanks for that. Here's a discount. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I do like that. No, honestly, my last landlord was very chill. Uh, kind of a kind of a dick to talk to in person, but like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very on top of, hey, there's a problem with the apartment. OK, I'll be over like later this afternoon. Kind of funny. <laughs> honestly, honestly liked him a lot. Like as far as landlords go, he was OK. And he was he also only owned like two properties, which I think is like when you can like, I don't know if there's, you only own two properties, you're a much more OK landlord. than. Like, yeah, there's a there's the levels of there's fuck a sliding you scale. landlord are like yeah. you see people and they're like, I own 100 properties. It's like you are why I can't buy a house. Correct. And then there's people who are like, I own 20 properties. And it's like you are also the reason I can't buy a house. Then you have mm -hmm. like my landlord who has my house and his house. And he's like, this is my investment property. And I'm like, you know what? I still like, I still, still philosophically disagree with you, but also at mm -hmm. least you only own two houses and yeah. the rent is cheap, you know? Yeah. <laughs> He's still making his money off of well, us and I think that's, uh, between the up and down stairs, but like, that's like, he's not hosing me and I really appreciate that. Well, and I think that's part of the, part of the, like the part that I feel like people are like, oh, why would you say this? We need landlords. No, we, like, I don't, I don't give a shit if some, if like, if I owned a house right now i would absolutely rent it out and still live in this apartment because it would be a better long-term investment than living in that house right now like right now mm -hmm. but like you said if you own really if you own more than i think i think like three is the limit and one of them you have to live in like because you get you you get the house you live in i'll even accept if you have a vacation home i know plenty of people who have a vacation home that like it just happened to work out that way like, oh, my grandmother died and I just kept her house as a vacation spot. Like, that's fine. Whatever. You're still part of the bourgeoisie, but like you get eaten last. And then one that you one that's an investment property like that is fine. I would love to have an investment property. It would make my life so much easier. And also, like you said, that's part of the problem is that. When it's. Yeah, I would not like an investment property, like even though I want the income from an investment property, right? Of course. I think that would be fantastic to have like, oh, yeah, I'm just living my life and I also collect $800 a month mm -hmm. um, or more, depending. Relatively, relatively low. And all I need to do is like my landlord pays the water bill mm -hmm. and because it was too inconvenient. Broke, well, I mean, like, depends on what you mean by replaces shit. If If you mean... Hey, landlord, my kitchen sink doesn't drain quickly. And then he comes over and just wrestles with it for like three days and says, all right, here, it should be better now. And it's not. Then, damn, dude, you're right. He sure does. Yeah. He sure does replace shit. Mm -hmm. But if you mean um, light bulbs and stuff, nah, he doesn't do that. No, 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 no. He does replace the batteries and the smoke detector, though, which I think oh, is good because he legal. OK, so here's a new thing that um, the city is doing for us. Mm -hmm. This is uh, very new within the last few years, actually. Okay. There's city rental inspectors now. Hell yeah, dude. Which you may be thinking, uh, and by I, you, I don't mean you. I mean, like, listeners. You, the audience. Uh, from not, <laughs> not where I live may be thinking, what do you mean you didn't have city inspectors for rental properties? Nah, dude, there's no way you nah, had city inspectors. There was, there was, there was no world. Lawless wasteland. Mm -hmm, this mm -hmm. we only within the last I think four years really started rolling with city inspectors. That's so fucked. And now there's like rules about it. Um, 
there's a, an acquaintance of mine was really mad about it. He's like, they're just trying to pick things apart that I do, and they're trying to find me for no reason. It's like, dude. Just do it right then. You're a slumlord. <laughs> yeah, just si- simply, <laughs> you, like, simply do better. You might not be a slummy slumlord, but like... You got a bunch of bad properties and there's just stuff that you need to work on, well, you, know? <laughs> you know? I mean, you know my folks, you know that they own uh, that I, like little apartment thing. Mm-hmm. They, they kind of, they, my mom called herself a slumlord back in the day. And like, I would, I can't imagine. So we, we were actually talking about this um, unrelated to your mom, uh, but to like other public figures, I cannot imagine being a very well recognized public figure and not caring about my legacy. I and I can't well I mean like to tie that to this yeah, yeah. I can't imagine knowing that I'm sitting here saying yeah I'm a slumlord I can't imagine living like that with good conscience can you like I, dude I, I think I think it's a it was a it was partially in jest to be clear I oh sure it, of it, course I'm frankly but I'd be surprised if it wasn't but also like this is one of those like not to be a joke hating leftist but also um, like fuck but also fuck like left, fuck, fuck the hey left, dude really you want to like you want to think about what you're saying real quick yeah oh yeah i'm a slumlord isn't that so cute and quirky <laughs> you know what nah, man. it is it's a qu- <laughs> my mom fun fact quirked up white boy <laughs> shout out to dan's mom the uh the resident quirked up white boy of off the air <laughs> yeah how's that feel man no it doesn't feel good i don't like it go back undo quirked up white boy with a little bit of swag busting it down slumlord style (laughs) i need an adult um but (laughs) fuck sorry but no i agree i think that like on okay to an extent i agree i think there is a uh, the like without going into like what we're talking about i think there's a equal parts i obviously want to be like i want to make the world a better place right however asterisk if in doing so like there are people who don't like me for whatever i'm doing kind of fuck the haters i'll be dead like if i know that i have actually for real made the world a better place i don't really care that much about my legacy like i don't care if people know that i made the world a better place i know i did and that's what matters to me the person we're talking about did not do that. Like, I want to be clear. I want to make mm-hmm. to- be totally clear. That is not what's going on in this specific instance. However, yeah. <laughs> I, I think that it's, for me, it's a lot more about, like, did you actually, like, make positive change in people's lives? More than, like, mm-hmm. are you remembered for that? And I don't think that that's necessarily, yeah, and, like... A- and, well, I think, honestly, that might be, that's what I'm talking about with legacy. I don't necessarily need people to remember that I did good things. But I would like to have done good things that had an impact of some sort. I don't need... I'm dead. I don't need to be connected to it. Exactly. Exactly. That's... But also, how are you going to live your life being like... And I... I, You know, we, we've talked about this. The person who said this... Garbage. Fucking trash. Trash monster. And I wish very many bad things Correct. on them. But also, Dan was saying the idea of fuck the haters, I'll be dead bit of a power move which like you know what i don't it, disagree it's, based. it's a bit of a it's power move. based i don't like but that it's also based coming like, from this person but it is a little based but i sit here and i'm like how how are you going to be a person that your your You're entire personality okay is being public yeah. you are a public figure yep. happily saying i don't care how many of you hate me every one of the haters signed my royalty checks from here until 
three generations after yeah, I die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could not spend all this money if I tried. So I actually don't care what other people think because I'm untouchable. How actually evil do you need to be to whip that out and rub it in people's faces? Oh, you're you're a monster. You're you're objectively like, a trash people at that point. Like there's no no ifs, ands, or buts about it. That is, you are a garbage monster. And, you know, out back and, and taken out with the rest of the trash. 100%. It's like, I just really desperately, it it's such a great example of how money changes who people can be. Oh, 100%. When if you get that kind of money and you stop being someone who like even pretends to stand up for other people mm-hmm. and turns it into a, yeah, honestly, I thought about it. I don't really care anymore. Um, yeah, go fuck, kind of, fuck go, you. <laughs> kind of. Go fuck yourself. I don't know how to tell you this, but uh, don't give a shit. Fuck the haters. Like I said, on some level, fuck the haters, I'll be dead. Mad respect. I love yeah, that. I get it. On the I other hand, it, but like, if they're hating you for being a shitty person, stop. Just stop. Sim- <laughs> simply do not be shitty. There's layers of haters. If your haters are people who are like, what are you doing spending all your money on the arts when you could be curing cancer? It's like, dude, shut up. We need both. Yeah, things lots can be of people things. are funding cancer stuff. It's also important to fund the arts. Yeah, but if if your if your <laughs> haters are stop hate. saying human rights aren't human rights, please. <laughs> you can't say fuck the haters. <laughs> exactly, your well, haters are right. <laughs> I can't believe I don't the care haters if they're were being right rude off. about it. Your base stance is incredibly rude to their existence. It's not the same. <laughs> Exactly. And that's, I think, the that I think is the key distinction that I would like to make between like J.K. Rowling, for example. Yeah, hypothetically, exactly. definitely hypothetically. not the person we've been talking about the whole time <laughs> trying to dance around the name. Hypothetically, J.K. Rowling. Yeah. And like, I literally can't think of anyone who's actually like a massive rich public figure who I have good feelings about right now. So Mark Cuban, I guess. Sure. He's, he's doing that medicine thing. Oh, yeah, he is actually. He's doing and that's really, actually, he's really, actually really, doing really cool medicine stuff. Like, which like if I'm just so worried that in like three years that's going to come out, it's going to be like some insanely evil, nefarious thing. Oh, yeah, we've been. That uh, was like, <laughs> and then I gave people free or inexpensive access to life saving drugs for I cannot even conceptualize what the bad reason would be, but I'm so worried it exists. <laughs> I get that. I um, I a hundred percent understand, and I I there is a little bit of that, and I well, I think that's the problem, right? Is that like on some le- like I truly do believe, right? Just because you like, especially with like actors and writers, right? Just because you have money doesn't necessarily make you a bad person in that in those instances, right? I don't think you necessarily like, unlike if you like own a corporation. If you own a corporation, you're probably a bad person. Sorry, like get wrecked. But I think that like if you're providing a service and you happen to be really good at it and happen to make a shitload of dough at it. That's awesome. Good for you. Um, actually, uh, I don't have issues with people who have money. I have people with issues with people who have fuck you money. (laughs) Well, the two that I was actually going to throw out there as far as like incredibly wealthy, still out here trying to do good things, kind of memes at this point, but Keanu and John Cena both are like very well known for their philanthropy and like, being good people and also still having money to it's, do stuff. It's uh, we were actually talking about Yo-Yo Ma the other night. Perfect. Who is also an amazing example of he was on Arthur firstly. Rad. So Fuck you yeah. already know he's a well, you know what? Matt Damon was on Arthur and I'm like kind of neutral on him. Uh, fair. But 
Uh, you know, like, he's an incredibly humble person who understands how privileged he is to be in the position he is. Yeah. And takes time. A um, a friend of mine, her grandson, got at least a minimum of 30 uninterrupted minutes one-on-one with Yo-Yo Ma getting direct personal instruction. That's and conversation, awesome. and then he signed his cello case. That's fucking awesome, actually. Like, that man is so down to earth, but for every Yo-Yo Ma, There's a hundred, there are so many like, literally weird <laughs> violin players who are the, they have the biggest god complex you've ever seen in your life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's like, dude, do you realize how goofy your job is when it comes down to it? Your job is yeah. to play the violin. That's a great job. Don't get me like, wrong. I'm glad that you got I that frankly job. frankly am so jealous that your job yeah. is to make millions of dollars playing like one concerto a month and then practicing a lot because you can't, you can't ignore that. These are the kind of people that do quite honestly work for what they do. Yeah. 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 No, but nobody at that stage doesn't like, even if you're like, Oh man, like literally name an artist that's out there that people are like, Oh, but they do all, all like auto tune and they're bad. Like dude, they still put I mean, the work in. Let, I mean, like T pain is a great example of like yeah. auto tune and bad. Cause he's not, the man can sing so well. And there's yeah. like, he did an entire like workshop kind of conversation talking about how to properly utilize auto tune. And he's like, for what I do and the style of auto tune I use, you have to sing slightly wrong to make sure the auto tune kicks the note properly and pulls it in the direction I want and makes it sound the way I have it. Yeah, He uses it. It's an instrument for him. It is quite literally part of yeah. it. Like- and it's, that's so interesting, but people write him off because he's using auto-tune. And it's sure. like, this man is, he revolutionized auto-tune, firstly. Yeah. Like, quite, just quite tightening up auto-tune. Yeah, like, tightening up the auto-tune. So it's like, oh, yeah, you know, we're trying to, like, literally just sitting here trying to be like, yeah, you know, we're trying to just make it, like, flow. Okay, that's yeah. fine. Everyone does that. Literally every professional artist. And I'm. if you're thinking of an artist that you think doesn't, no, they, they do, do too. They do. Yeah, 100%. Every Since the invention one. of auto-tune, every yep. single professional recording artist has had a little bit of touch-up on their studio albums. Because, like... And, and even, even some work, of their live stuff. I don't even work with, like, auto-tune specifically, but the idea that you wouldn't is insane. Like, like, like there's actually no reason not to. I don't use it. And the reason is, firstly, I'm screaming. Auto-tune doesn't do a lot for that. Secondly, sure. I just don't know how to use it. If I knew how to use it, I'd be using it say, for any of our stuff that's not screaming. Is it, is it quite simply because you don't have the have the knowledge? Which is, again, like not a bad thing. It's just... Yeah, the, like only, what? the only bands that aren't using auto-tune are home-recorded demos. Mm-hmm. Anyone professionally recorded is touched up. And that's it's... Correct. But like... People get this like superiority complex about like blah, 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 this, that, the other thing, which is what makes jackass violin players or whatever other classical musician that I'm, you know, straw manning over here. They worked for that. They can't use tricks like that. They like exist in where they are and it makes them look down on other people who have to, who like aren't where they're at. It's all just to bring it back. It's (laughs) from this weird little detour. It's about being humble. And acknowledging who you are. That's why if you're a millionaire, even a a mega millionaire, and you're not a dick about it and you do things like Keanu and Cena, okay. Yeah. More power to you. There's a lot of, you can gain a lot of goodwill simply by not being an asshole. 
And you know, like it's you know who this feeling does not extend to? J.K. Rowling? Mr. Beast. Oh, really? Interesting. Okay, go off. Fuck, Mr. I... Okay, no, I'm so curious. So go off. much do not like this man. There's everything... Okay, so the man does good things for people. Yes, correct. But everything he does is sponsored by a company, and he's like, today, guys, Walmart sponsored me to give away this much money. So in his video, it's just an advertisement for Walmart where he gives out money. Yeah. But the ad revenue he makes off of that is like just massively, massively increases his wealth. And it's like, okay, cool. The people around him are benefiting from this. But everything he does, like his uh, his most recent thing where he's like, I want to cure a thousand people's blindness. Mm-hmm. What a cool like idea. But as soon as he turns it into this like pog face, um... Wojak pointing, look, I cured people's blindness thumbnail on YouTube. I have so much hate toward that attitude of things. It's like, why are you doing it like this? Why are you doing an objective good in the world, but making it into an advertisement opportunity? A lot of people were bringing up um, Cuba Mm -hmm. because um, Castro was like, hey, I have this medical stuff going on. Let's cure blindness. And there is a massively successful eye clinic down there that has cured a lot of people from their blindness mm-hmm. because there's stages of blindness, kind of like how yeah. there's stages of deafness. Yeah. You know, it's not a, it's not a light switch. Yeah. I and think, I think with Mr. The proper specifically deals with cataracts, if I'm not mistaken, the one that he did. That's what, like, obviously like it's not easy to self, like cure cataract issues, mm-hmm. but like of all the blindness, cataracts are the easiest ones to address. So, you just have to zap them with a little laser. So I will. A normal actually, person can't do that. I will actually like, <laughs> counterpoint if I may. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Well, please. Because I, I was reading up on this around the time he did the cataract thing. Because I was like, damn, it's kind of insane. Because I was in the same boat. I was like, that's insane that he's using. In a way, he's kind of exploiting these people for profit, right? However, I wouldn't even say in a way. I would say very clearly, he definitely is. However, he there is a ton of like from people that have worked with him, from people who have done stuff with him over the years, and I ha- I, I apologize, I don't have all of it in front of me right now. No, that's fine. But he has... Neither do I, so we're, we're flying off the seat of our pants, as usual. He has... So so off the top of my head, he has... Five, like, not off the top of my head, I'm looking at his channel. He has five channels. He has gaming, which I know only exists to... Like, that only exists to fund other things. Reacts, which also only exists to fund other things. Uh, one... He has one and two, and then he has philanthropy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I... If I'm not mistaken, and I, I, I could be wrong, just, again, maybe the things I was reading was wrong... A unimaginably large amount of his money goes back into not into Mr. Beast one and two, but into his philanthropy. Oh, without works. a doubt, it's the it's the thing that gets him the most goodwill. It's the thing that gets him the most like recognition and stuff. Sure, like, but like, I don't actually think he has that much money. Like, no, he he does like pocketed. There's, no, have you seen the houses that he lives in? That like that kind that of stuff. Necessar- if you li- if you live in a two million dollar house and you give away a hundred million dollars a year. Are you a bad person? If you're exploiting other people to do it, I'm going to say that you're still on thin ice for me. I, I think it's not unfair. Like, I, I would argue, like, in my mind, if it's a, if I am, to me, again, personal take, and again, and this is not based on anything I have in front of me, so I can't yeah. back all of this, unfortunately. But if you are, like, I also hate Mr. Beast, I, but I hate him stylistically, not so much the work he does. But if if you are going, okay, a charity is giving away 90% of its profits and taking 10% to go back to the people who are running it, both as a paycheck and for like internal, like 
whatever like paperwork you know the, the stuff that a charity needs to keep doing keep running right you look at something like red cross and they like do like 90 percent back inside and only 10 percent going out if you're doing even even 70 percent of the money you make off of, off of anything anyone anything is going back out into charitable works i i can't be that mad at it could it be more sure could you be doing well, it i'm not but, even but, asking but, but i don't to be but I don't more think, but i don't think you could i don't think you could fund you can't fund like i'm looking at like just i'm on his philanthropy channel right now he has like a thing that's like rebuilding homes for for tornado survivors right and it's like damn i can't believe he's utilizing a tragedy for someone else to make himself money but that money as like could have for like or realistically did go directly into some other project like the blind curing right like that still costs money to do he didn't mm. like yes people sponsored it but it didn't solely come from sponsors um and again i am not sitting here like oh he's a good person it's just everything i've seen and everything i know of him is that he is he's like an insane like it, the worst thing you can say about him is that he works his people too hard from what I've seen is that he does and he does. He expects like because he works like 16, 18 hour days and expects everyone else to do the same, which is fucked up. I that's don't do that. I don't like the Mr. Beast content machine. Like as like his react stuff. Why I it bugs me when people make entire like personality and like revenue streams out of looking at things and just saying, whoa, look at that, to things they did not make and things they did not do. I don't think there's anything that's... That's been around since, like... It has. That's that's what critics are. No, no, no. That's literally but what that's, that's are. not what critics are. Critics sit there and they talk about it without it playing the thing. You are watching... Reviews. They're... they're what, re, uh, mm, that, no, that's been around since, like, Mystery Science Theater. Yeah, I know. Right? Like, that's the same thing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and yet <laughs> i have beef with that style of content creation when that is your only thing and that like i do not care for, for channel, especially yeah. like because if you're if you're a person that like is you do this thing and you watch other people do that thing and it's like hey i really like the way mm -hmm. they did that and you're using that as a way to like teach people about things mm -hmm. that's one thing but if you're sitting there going whoa look at oh man look at that that's crazy if i if i may mm-hmm it sounds like you're much in the same boat I am, which is a stylistic disagreement, not necessarily a I hate him because like for what he does. It's just I really don't like his style of content at all. I also do hate his style. And there's there's definitely like a part of who he is and what he does that it's like this is for children. Mm -hmm. oh, and maybe a good portion of my anger and annoyance is that I, a grown adult, am forced to pay attention to this man who makes content for actual diaper wearing children mm -hmm. that have access to iPads and, and makes more money than will either of us will ever see in our entire lives. The man is as old as I am. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like that, that's, we are, that doesn't feel good. Or may, he might even be younger than me and he makes like millions of dollars a year. Like doesn't he make like a million dollars a month type of thing where it's like this man has so much revenue turnover of like stuff like just constantly, constantly churning out things, just mindless garbage content. And honestly, maybe that's one of my bigger issues with him. If he only put out a thing every now and then where it's like, hey, I managed to finagle some sponsorship money, so we used it to cure people from being blind. And that was like something that he did unrelated to other things. And like he actually 
created otherwise. Mm-hmm. But like I the quality of his base content is bad. The quality of his side content is bad and he just happens to do some good things. I think that's probably where I land and why I don't like him as much as I do. No, I think that's extreme. And I think that is such a, like, to me, that's a much better take than I, like, I don't personally, personally, I don't have a problem with you saying, hey, I'm going to cure your blindness. I would like you to be in this video so that I can continue to do cool things later on. Right. Like, I don't think that's necessarily wrong. And I think there is a certain amount of exploitation that comes from that. Absolutely. I think Uh there is a much greater value add back of good back into the world that comes from that. Like, is it still weird and kind of a weird, like a, there's a weird like power dynamic that I don't particularly like. Absolutely. Objectively though, he, he is, it's not like he's asking them to fucking dance for his amusement. Right. Like it's, it's, there's a layer of, Hey, I just need you to say, Oh yes, you did the thing or I did the thing, whatever. But I, I a hundred percent agree that like the quality of his content is, especially his side content. I can't speak to his main content because I haven't seen anywhere near enough of it to like really dive in on it. Not lately anyway, but like his side content is lowest common denominator. Like it's a react channel. It's a fucking react and gaming react channel. And I, Mm -hmm. I don't understand. Also, that's another thing I I actually very strongly dislike is gaming react channels specifically Mm -hmm. because other stuff, people make content to be like consumed and shown Gaming stuff, like, it's much like other things where you in real life have to put in effort. A lot of the stuff gaming react people do is like, it's like trick stuff. It's like, oh, look what I did. And when someone with the audience size of a Mr. Beast comes in and reacts, now the person that made the video doesn't actually get any money off of this like thing that they did. Yeah. And that's I, probably my biggest issue with yeah, react 100%. type channels. But I don't know, that's... I hate the man because he's lazy content and people put him on a pedestal because he does good things. And it's like, yeah, he does good things, but look at what he, he's just, he's lazy. He doesn't do I mean, anything. He's, he's not lazy. He's, he's not, not, man is actually no, working. That's the like problem. No, but that's the problem is he does a lot of work to make lazy content. That I'll agree with. Filling my entire swimming pool with Orbeez. Shut the fuck up, man. I don't know, man. I, this, the, I, I get to an extent. I do think there's a little bit of of being a hater. I think you might just be a little bit of a hater. And I think that's fine. Yeah, I do hate him, man. I'm not pretending I don't hate him. Yes, but a hater in as much as like, I don't, I don't. Yeah, I'm also being a hater in that sense. I don't think he he deserves it. I think the man sucks. I also think he sucks. I I think he deserves so much more than I get I don't think he deserves. I think he he deserves about 75% of the animosity he gets on Twitter. I don't think he deserves all of it, but I think he deserves about 75% of what's there. I I think most of that is... I, I think that to us to an extent, absolutely. There are parts of his attitude, his his or I assume his attitude, but like his his style of content that absolutely should be criticized because it is like you said, like especially with the React stuff, super lazy. But like mm-hmm. man did still go down and rebuild fucking homes after tragedies. He's still out there like but feeding You know who else rebuilds homes after tragedies? What's up? President Jimmy Carter. Yeah, and Jimmy Carter should also get praise for it. Those no, both- but that's the thing is, you know, who's not making a video saying, what's up, everyone? Today, we're going to go use our YouTube subscription money to rebuild homes in Louisiana after it was hit by a hurricane. Question. Yeah. Could Jimmy Carter have rebuilt more homes if he made a YouTube video about it? It's possible. It's literally for me. This is a, well, I mean, you know, 
if you sold your soul to the devil, you could help a lot more people. It's like, yeah, but like, if you, if you go down a path where your entire brand is built on, and I, I, I feel we are very well into this conversation for me Mm -hmm. to say, I very much do understand that some of this is a hot take and some of it's a reactionary take and something like, I, I understand. No, and I, but it's content. We're, we're, but we like, are, we are reviewing this. We're a react channel to Mr. Beast now. <laughs> Pog face, soy point. Um, <laughs> but I, for me, personally, mm-hmm. and how my morals are, I would rather do less good in the world, but have it be an authentic good than to have done more good in the world because I utilized things that I consider to be morally wrong. I think is kind of where I land on that, which is, I don't know that I'm explaining it the way I want to. That makes sense to me. And I, and I think that the, the line is going to be different for a lot of people. Like, oh yeah, I, without a doubt. For me, dude, I would absolutely, especially knowing that it does no harm to the people viewing, right? Like, it, objectively, it doesn't hurt kids. Like, watching this kind of content where, like, um, people are going out and people's lives are getting better, like, that is, as far as kids' content on YouTube, far from the worst that it could be and is relatively trying to spread, at least trying to spread a positive message. Even if, they're, again, the exploitation of the people in it is another conversation, right? But if I have to exploit the views of children in order to do make these wildly like, you know, life changing, maybe not world changing, but for not small part of like people, it is active. Like curing somebody's cataracts is changing their life. Like it is. Yeah. And that is a great thing. And that's I'm. It's, no, it's a good, I understand that it's, there's a reactionary. I agree on some, because like, there's the reactionary, the, you know, the orphan crushing machine thing. <laughs> yes, I do actually. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it is frustrating to me that in my, in my fight against the exploitative gross content that I see Mr. Beast as mm-hmm. it is annoying that I definitely land on the well, the orphan orphan crushing machine is an industry staple. <laughs> like, but that's how it could be seen. But that's not what I mean. No, because what, what I say, mean though. is that like, why does Mr. Beast have to be this like millionaire philanthropist who's curing blindness? Why don't we have a system set up to do that already? Because it's very possible. It happens. Other countries do it. So why in America does it need? That's probably real. Uh, once again, at the, at the another room. element of my big issue is why do I he need a millionaire to, to take like all of this goodwill pointed mm-hmm. at him and be like, wow, look at that great guy. Look how well he's doing when this should not be a special event thing. This should just be a thing that we can do for people because this should be just taxes. Your life can be improved by helping you past because like a um a treatable disability yeah yeah no and that is and if you don't want that then that's fine like because i know that there's like people who might not want to have that because they're happy with how their life is they're happy with the way things are but like i hate so much that he has to that that he has to be the one to do it. he has to exist agreed and that he exists and that 
him existing and doing the most base level decent human thing mm-hmm. is getting some. He's praise. lauded as this. He's like a saint. Mm-hmm. But there are people with more money who do less good in the world who are lauded on the same level. Yeah. No, agreed. And I, I, like, I just to that exact point, I was literally yeah, I was pulling up ahead. some articles while we were chatting because I'm like, oh, I want to make sure that I'm at least saying as much factual information as I can. I was finding some articles that were talking about how like, oh, in you know 2020 he made 25 million dollars on YouTube, but then like that ne- the same year he also gave away like 25 million dollars or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then at the very bottom of the article it goes, do you want to see more more millionaires who are doing good things with their money? See what Bezos and Elon Musk are doing. And I'm like, that- no. That's no, the, mm, no, I agree. And that is the as problem. soon as you start praising someone like him, like Mr. Beast, who is doing like decent things. Suddenly it's every person with money who has done one nice thing. M- Musk hasn't done a decent thing ever. ever. <laughs> the man is like, I'm fixing the traffic problem by putting two one way tunnels I in L.A. Know, and it's like, are so you so bad. stupid? It's they drive. So it's. Everything, people trying to reinvent trains constantly, mm-hmm. but also having the convenience of a car because they don't want to give up cars. And it's like, did you know that if you had better trains and buses, it's, uh, I've talked about this before and this is, I don't, okay, let's wrap the Mr. Beast thing. I love that we started that we started this episode. We were like, we're going to talk about houses and he, and you were like, not to derail it to talk about capitalism, but the problem is capitalism. And now look where we are. Okay, so do you have anything else on the Mr. Beast front? Because I have something RE trains that I'd like oh, to I bring love up. Trains. Yeah, let's talk about trains. Well, it's I actually about buses. Um, okay. I, I like have a guy less, I know, I and like probably, I've probably said this story on the podcast before, but this man's the stupidest man I've ever met. Mm-hmm, All right. Mm-hmm. And uh, shout out to Carly listening to the podcast. Uh, hey, Hi, Carly, Carly, how you doing? This is a mutual acquaintance of both of ours. If I called him a friend, I didn't mean to say that. He's a piece of shit. Um, <laughs> This guy is your textbook libertarian. Like, Mm -hmm, cannot mm -hmm. stress enough, this is a textbook libertarian. Yeah. And this one day, he and I are talking in, uh, I think it was the build-up to the 2016 election. Okay. And also, uh, he went from being a textbook libertarian sincere to a textbook libertarian, oh, you're actually just a right-wing fascist. Yeah. Libertarian, correct. you know, that 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 mm-hmm. fine line that every... That, the, the pipeline, The yes. modern libertarian likes to dance on. Um, anyway, <laughs> this man told me, you know, did you know the city bus system loses money every year? Yeah, dude. It's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a bad system, actually. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's not a worthwhile company an investment, they should scrap that and bring in Uber more and people should just Uber everywhere. Give Uber like um, an incentive to be here in a bigger presence. And I'm like, at that time, I was working at Chick-fil-A. I had two coworkers who rode the bus to work and I was already of the opinion that the buses had to extend their hours because every now and then I gave them a ride home because when we closed, where we worked, the buses shut down at 10 p.m., and we were there until almost 11. There mm-hmm. was no other bus option. You know, some some public transit system, if it can't get to the public, where they need to be, you know? And this guy, uh, let's let's call, for, for the sake of the story, I need to have a name to call this man. Can you just pick a name for me? <laughs> Jimothy. So Jimothy is like, we need to shut down the, the uh, city bus system and replace it with more Uber. And I'm like, well, Uber's really expensive. And he's like, 
if people need to get around, then they'll pay where they need to be. And I'm like, but some people can only afford the bus. Cause I mean, at the time our bus had a, uh, a monthly pass as much as you need to ride the bus for like 20 bucks a month, something like mm-hmm. that. Like mm-hmm. actually quite inexpensive, you Most know, buses do. it's great. Yeah. And this guy's like, he would not understand that the bus is a service. It is not a business. Mm-hmm. because him saying that is the same as him saying the post office, the library money. loses money every yep. year. Well, that's yep. the issue is people did unironically say the post office was losing money. Yeah, that was a huge but... thing. And the post office is like, what the fuck are you talking about? We're, We're the post to. office. It's a national service. It's you're not supposed to make money off of the city bus. The fact that it makes back any money is just a great thing, but the city bus makes money for the city in the sense that it gets people in the city to another part of the city to work a job to pay city taxes and spend their money in the city. That's how the city bus makes the city money. Yeah, correct. It is a service to the people of the city and those people use that bus or train system or any other public transit setup to get around and do things efficiently and not clog the streets so that you can be more efficient in shipping other things that you have to ship by truck instead of train and things like that. There's more road space for you to walk around and be safe. Safer people are happier people are more willing for you to do things in the city that cost them money because they're like, well, I love this city because there's so many amenities like a good, healthy public transit system that I don't mind paying an extra 3% on my taxes because my city is a good place to be because of what they give back to me Mm -hmm. who was uh, it that said ask not what your country can do for you but what you can do for your country was that jfk or was that reagan i think it was jfk i can't remember jfk was dumb as hell i need to know what the country's doing for me so that i know what's worth it for me to do for my country because this is this is an equal exchange i'll happily do things that don't for the country that don't benefit me if they're benefiting someone else i will very happily pay extra taxes Knowing that like, yeah, if, if we had universal insurance and health coverage in America, I'd happily pay more insurance. I don't mind that. I would have insurance now, but more importantly, so would other people. I would happily do that to not have to worry about that. I don't mind that because I care about other people who exist, but then to have someone sit here and say, well, you know, the city bus system actually operates at a loss every year. So because of that, we should eliminate the city bus system and force people who are in a poverty condition to pay exorbitant Uber and taxi fees. Yeah, it's I, I've talked about this uh, actually quite a, not quite a bit, but I, I, it comes up every maybe once a month, twice a month. Yeah. Is that like essentially now during tax season is the simple thought that I love the idea of taxes. Taxes are a good thing. I would pay half my fucking income in taxes if it actually worked right like if it actually felt like my income was actually doing anything like oh hey if i could pay more taxes and just know for a fact that oh i have a competent road uh public utilities uh you know public transit uh if i knew that my health care was taken care of. Like all these well, things. That's the thing. That if you paid half of your income in taxes, but you had free public transit and free health insurance, you've already covered like, or you, like subsidized housing. So you're not paying mm-hmm. $8,000 a month to live in New York city, for example. Yeah. No, it's, you know, like it, it, if it's, you had those guarantees that your taxes were covering that you already have more than made your money back. Yeah. 
in just the benefits that you reap from that. And yeah, it's, you know, um, I can already uh, hear, uh, perhaps as my father saying um, that <laughs> it's comparable to when a business gives you free snacks in the break room so that you stay there more and you work harder for them. But also like, but also like if I'm helping other people that can't help themselves, I legitimately don't mind. And I hate that just having that opinion and that stance puts me onto some weird position of, Oh, so you think you're better than me? The operator of the orphan crushing machine. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, well, frankly, yes, I do. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's exactly it. It's, it's, I think the problem that people have with taxes, genuinely, and I, I would yeah. put this in literally everyone, and I actually would argue this is probably the problem the rich have with taxes, is that it doesn't seem like it affects them. It doesn't, you don't see or feel the effects for themselves. I don't think I, that's the issue rich people have with taxes. It doesn't give them anything. It, yeah, taxes give them they, nothing. they feel that they only lose money. Which, because, correct, right? In the same way that on the opposite end, if you are, like, at the very bottom of, of the like social like finances. Yeah. Ta- you are getting way more out of your, out of the, your taxes than you're giving. Right. Yeah. If it was actively. And, and I think that's the thing is that people don't feel like it's actually doing anything. I pay taxes. Uh, my roads are shit. Why do I pay taxes? Right. Yeah. And the answer is obviously that you pay taxes so that other roads can get fixed. And eventually it'll cycle back around to yourself. But it's a question of, okay, why don't the rich pay taxes so that we can all use roads? And the answer is because they don't fucking use them. Right. Like they don't, yeah. They just don't like they don't have to use the service. So why do they care about it? Which, while I don't agree with, at least I understand consciously. Right. Yeah. I, un- I, I get the concept. I get take. the base thought about it where it's like, oh, well, I understand. Not but like you're not but losing just be a decent anything. person. Just be a decent person, though. Like simply yeah. simply do it anyway. You, If you're out here doing this, you're not losing anything in your life to help other people be better it's i you're just less rich but you're still rich Mm -hmm. you're still so rich you're just a little less rich and it's not even enough less rich to make a a measurable impact in your own life Yep. (sighs) it's it we live in a society things are constantly happening I didn't want this to be what this podcast was. I wanted to talk about real estate design and be like, damn, these houses on Zillow are ugly. Correct. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be like, damn, all I want in my life is to have a house with a garage. Yeah, dude. My my goals are so rock bottom. And then it just keeps coming around to people who are like, actually, if you can't afford to pay your yearly premium to breathe clean oxygen, frankly, you should die. Yeah, I mean that and is yeah, that's an exaggeration. That's not it's it but is it's not but at the same time it's exaggeration. Not, yeah, it's also like it's one of those things where like it's not it's not that insane. We pay for water. Like, In the UK you have to pay a television license to watch TV. It's insane. I mean what to the be hell fair, is in the that? US, in the US you also do. You pay for cable. You pay for cable. You don't pay for public access network. That's fair. You don't pay for like regular stuff. That's fair. Like you don't need just a pair of like wire coat hangers to pick things up anymore you know they they moved it digital but like it's not that hard now you just need the digital version i listen i agree with you again we live in a society it's it's really upsetting it is unfortunately also the the problem with capitalism in the modern day right it's this idea that like it's me and mine and everyone else can go fuck themselves essentially yeah 
My it's fucking a... heart rate's up, man. I'm so annoyed. I know. I've I been know. yelling get... for the last 20 minutes. Listen, we are on the same page about a lot of this. You know what? That reminds our me. Slight di- our slight, and I cannot stress the word slight enough divergent point, is how much I hate Mr. Beast versus how much you kind of dislike Mr. Beast. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> how much I'm like, eh, he's probably not the first one I'd eat. Like, that's it. <laughs> that's as far <laughs> as I got. <laughs> as you were saying. Um, I don't remember what I was... Oh, one of my friends fucking gave me the biggest roast of all time that... Because one of our California friends, or not California, we moved out of California now, but, you know, Mm -hmm. pretty far left to center friends, was like, of my, like, regular friend group, you like capitalism the most. And I'm like, damn, that's... That's rough. I mean... I don't mean to be I, rude to you, but you no, definitely do. No, it's not do. wrong. No, it's not wrong. It's just, it was a, such an unexpected. Out of left field punch in the gut where it's like casually playing video games. By the way, Dan, you like capitalism a lot more than anyone else I know, actually. Exactly. Back exactly. to business. Damn. You're the only uh, capitalist I associate with. <laughs> Back to business. Which I'm just, you know what? I could look at that as being rude. I could also look at it as, damn, maybe I'm an okay capitalist. <laughs> the oh, That BRB changing my changing my name on the discord to the okayest capitalist so true <laughs> um i don't know it's 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 really fun like kind of on that same point and, and i i'm sure you've gone through a lot of this and i i obviously i mean it's an, my my opinions and ideologies are never growing ever evolving thing because that's what it means to be a rational human being that you know grows and evolves their opinions over time um, but it's been really interesting over the last maybe six, seven years to see my opinion shift from ha- and how much of it ended up being like, oh, this is just because I was part of the church growing up is why I think this is right. Or this is just because I grew up in this specific environment, which is why I think this is OK. And then I'm like, well, but is it actually right? And it, mm-hmm. it's it's so fascinating to me. The 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 fact that my like. Even now, like some some things some people will say, and I'll be like, my instinctive reaction is no, actually don't do that. And then I'll have a I'll have a thought and I'll be like, well, no, but actually that's fine. Why do I why is my instinct no? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's it's been a, a interesting growth experience. And it's I think that I think that was the worst part, is that in my mind I'm like, damn, I'm I've I've moved so far left of where I started. I'm doing great. And then, <laughs> and then someone comes in and they're like, but actually, go fuck yourself. And I don't even think it was intended to be a "Hey, go fuck yourself." Like, oh no, clear, probably not. It was just, very, a, just a, an very, observation that was made. I'm sure. Yeah, it was. It was actually while we were talking about uh, a little bit about like like corporate. Well, it was actually while we were talking about corporate greed and how I'm like, I just simply would rather corporations not not choose to do this thing and make less money. Like that would be great. And he was like, "But you're but you're the biggest capitalist I know." So it's wild to see this is the thing you're getting mad about. And I'm like, "Sure." But also, like, I can have, I can contain multitudes, damn it. I can have, <laughs> I can have multiple opinions on things. I can care about, it's also a little bit the, I can care about specific topics and don't have the mental, like, capacity to care about all topics. You know what I mean? I very much get that. It's uh, the internet brain rot of making it so that you have to care about every event happening where, like, mm-hmm. sometimes you just have to sit there and say, frankly, while I know this event outside of America is incredibly important and affects a lot of people, I cannot be that concerned with it right now because event in America that actually affects me or people I know directly, I cannot be bothered to care about this publicly right now. I'm wishing you luck. 
this is the best I can do right now. I cannot you know, like you, there's just brain real estate that you don't have. Mm-hmm. It's something that I'm hoping we get over as a culture sooner than later, because God, I'm sick of being like, well, not, not me because I, uh, I actually am a, a perfect person who cares about all important things, but, yep. uh, other people I know, <laughs> uh, I'm, you know, I'm just sick of seeing people get yelled at for not caring enough about something. And it's like, dude, you know, what's happening here. It's like, you know, we joke um, that people in Europe don't have a concept of how big America is just because our, like, population density is so low. So, like, you see how many people live in America versus other countries. And it's like, yeah, okay, whatever. I can drive through 17 countries on an afternoon and go on a little, like, lunch trip. Yeah, this is definitely um, not just... Two countries away. And it's like, okay, yeah, but, like, we have so many issues in our country and they're so far reaching that none of us can actually, like go help anywhere. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of things to care and worry about. And we're all just so tired. Can I, I know this is, this is going to end up being a slightly longer episode. Sure. Go for it. But I want to bring us to a happy point that I was talking about a lot last night. Um, what you got? It was my mom's birthday. Everyone say hi. Happy birthday, Linda. Again, you know, happy birthday again, yeah. Linda. Happy wow. Birthday, you're Linda. kind of making a big weird deal out of it, but whatever. I can't believe you. I can't believe your mom's one of those birthday month people. She's one of those birthday month people. I tell you, she's like, Oh, February 23rd, such an important day. We get it. God, you're old. Whatever. We get it, you get, vape. Move on. <laughs> we get it, you vape. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but one of the things we were talking about is um, I, I, I hate online discourse. So I try I to limit my, yes, exactly. So I try to limit my interaction with it to a few choice people who I've decided to care about. Am I one of those people, Noah? You don't, you don't participate you don't, in internet discourse. I, I, didn't, I didn't want you to answer that anyway. It's actually for the best that you don't. And also, yes, you would be. You're a friend. Damn. I mean, non-friends. Guys, I try to it. limit. He said the meme. He did it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. I said, how dare you do this to me? Friendship ended with Dan. But anyway, Dan, um, there is film Twitter discourse. I'm sure you're aware, at least tangentially, I, I of have, the cesspool been... of film Twitter. Unfortunately, I have been acclimated to a good old-fashioned film Twitter now and again. Yeah, my I have I have seen a film and I have been on Twitter, <laughs> both of which I regret. <laughs> Honestly, uh, an unforgivable sin of yours. So sad. But I really enjoy Twitter guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? Um, in in edit, Dan, if you could uh, just Twitter guy, if you could remove the the name I was saying, because I I don't want to share my Twitter guy. Yeah, I got you with anyone yeah, yeah. else. He, he, I want him to be just for me. <laughs> Twitter isn't meant for you. Yeah, I got you. Go off, King. <laughs> but one of the things that he does is he's he cares about cinematography. Yeah, of he cares about shit like that. As people should. And something that he really enjoys doing is every time, every single time a new Marvel movie comes out, every single time there's a guy, some it's always a different guy. And the guy will say Actually, you guys are expecting a lot saying this movie needs to be perfect. Yes, correct. We have to sit through a lot of not good movies to get to the really great ones is like what it boils down to. And he says, like, one of his favorite things to say is it really never gets old watching these people say, nah, man, this movie's supposed to suck ass. Yes. It's supposed to be a terrible, garbage, awful movie. Correct. Because eventually it builds up to a good movie. And it's like... Or they could all be good movies. Yeah, sim- quite simply. Just you don't make need to have movies. a bad movie to make a movie good. Correct. It's really funny, actually. I love that. This conversation led into a gigantic circling discussion on my, at my mom's birthday dinner 
that was just returning to Lord of the Rings. Okay. Constantly saying, yeah, I mean, look, all the costumes in the MCU are digital now. And it's really kind of a bummer because when you look back at something like, like the Lord of the Rings, for example, yeah. and we would talk about Lord of the Rings for a second. And then, you know, Jeff is sprinkling in little things like, actually, did you know that when Frodo drops the ring on the mountains, when they're trying to cross that ring was actually like 10 inches across and made out of heavy metal. And it was a gigantic prop that they picked up so that it would have that heft coming out of the snow. So it properly would look heavy. And I'm like, excuse me. Yeah, that's that is a, that that actually does sound like a correct thing. I think I've heard that before. Um, The fact that there were uh, there's excessive miniature usage. Yep. Yep. And also what uh, Peter Jackson referred to as bigatures, big versions of little things so that you could get your like, angles right Mm -hmm. and see things properly Mm -hmm. all his camera tricks so that elijah wood could be in the same room as ian mckellen and look like a tiny little guy he was just a little guy by shifting the tables two separate halves as the camera pans yes and just a master a master cinematographer like yeah honestly yeah a jaw-dropping thing to do like that that team did amazing work on those and now we're stuck with like even other movies, it's not like only Lord of the Rings does that stuff. There's movies that um, M. Night Shyamalan, a man who I'm like really mid on. As you, I if you were not mid on him, I'd actually be pretty fucking concerned, to be honest with you. Well, here's the thing is I don't think he's like bad. I just don't always care for him, you know. But I I hear about his thought process for the movie Old, okay. which is long story short. It's about a beach that makes you old. It like accelerates your aging like every minute is like a week or whatever, you know, like you're aging very fast on this beach. A classic, a classic tale. And there's a scene where it's a camera is sweeping through. I'm doing hand motions. You can't even see anything. A sweeping shot across the crowd where the person's line starts off camera and it ends off camera as it sweeps past them. And he's talking about this like old Italian filmmaker from like the 30s and 40s and something like that, where he's just like, well, a lot of this man's work, you know, he included these sweeping camera movements. And I wanted to try and I wanted to try and emulate that while also making sure people saw as the camera moves past them, that's time passing them by. It's not waiting for them to catch up and figure out what's happening. They're being left behind because they're not keeping up. And that's such a cool idea. Oh. That's such a cool idea. I don't like I don't want to watch the movie. But I think that conceptually, that's such a strong idea of what to do. But then, on the flip side, you have the new Spider-Man movie that I very much enjoyed, but it is lit like shit, and it's flat, and it's ugly, and everything cuts too fast, and the only idea that you could convey from that is we wanted to make a movie that just looked so cool. Which I I would argue is a... You're allowed to, you're allowed to you can do thing. that. You can do that. But it's, it's a shame that they missed the mark by committing so heavily to CG because Disney tries to avoid utilizing any union people. So your costumes are fake and your CG is used instead of practical effects because it's also ununionized. But you also put people in this massive like crunch at all times. And it's just it's very depressing to see that that's the style of filmmaking that's taking over versus like actually thought out things. And of course, every generation has had fluff popcorn movies. That's fine. Of course. You know, we've always had that, but 
It's, I guess it's just for me, it's the annoyance of listening to people sit here saying this, this superhero movie is actually peak cinema. Actually based. This is a high quality, good cinematography. Actually, you don't even know. And it's like, like the shot with the three Spider-Man, like appearing up there where the railing is lit better than any of the three Spider-Men are. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, this is kind of a bummer, guys. If we're being honest, it's a little bit of a downer. Like... There's just stuff that could be better and it doesn't need to be better. It's a comic book movie, but people are pretending it's not just a comic book movie. And that's like, there's great movies out there. There's great works out there and they're being ignored because <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's uh, that's been uh, where I've been stuck recently. I God, I, <sighs> okay. How do I, how do I, how do I start this? Yes. Asterisk. I think that it's a very slippery slope to go from like, like every movie, including Lord of the Rings actually has CG, right? We're, 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 we're like in the same way that everyone uses oh, yeah. auto tune. Every movie has really, honestly, anything made in the last 20 something years has heavy CG. Has some element of CG. Too, honestly, yeah. most of them have really heavy CG. If we're being honest, even things that you wouldn't expect, like, like I'm talking every movie in the same way that almost no audio is recorded. Fun fact, no, almost no audio is actually recorded on set anymore like they'll have a boom up and they'll get yep. they'll record the audio but almost every any triple or any um blockbuster movie that you've ever seen every almost every single line in that movie was re-recorded in post every single one yeah uh, which i'm not something i have issues with that makes sense it's a good quality control method sure it also gives foley artists a job it, absolutely we stay we stand the fuck out of foley artists by the way those guys those guys are do some insane fucking work i think the pro the only real problem i have with the take of I don't like CG in movies is that what you, what I actually think the take is, is that you don't like bad CG. Oh yeah. No, I, I, I don't like bad CG. CG in movies when done well is really great. Even bad CG is okay. If you're not pretending it's not bad. Well, and I think that's, that might also be part of it. Is that like the, the thing I'm thinking of, cause you mentioned Disney and I'm thinking of things that do really, really, really interesting things with CG with, with something like not to like jump on my star Wars train, the Mandalorian does some insane shit with CG versus talking about that last night. Yeah, the uh, that gigantic video wall, the gigantic that they video wall, and sync up with the camera. Which such is, a neat idea. But you would make this a very easy argument to say that is CG. That is yeah, one hundred percent just an objective. But that's like good. Well, that's exactly it. Is that I think that insane work. I but you but like I think that the the concern the concern I have with well I, I think the best part of that take is it's a comic book movie. Stop trying to pretend it's not. Basically, right. I love, mm. I actually really enjoy every Spider-Man movie, st full stop, every single one. Yeah, Spider-Man. No, they're fun. I don't care about, uh, Spider-Man 3 is great, uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2, like, all the Amazing Spider-Man, it's all, I really love me a good Spider-Man. Uh, I think each, each, I, that's a whole other conversation, I would love to talk about that some of the time. I think that there is a problem in media of, oh, not even necessarily over-relying, but over-relying and allowing, no, it is, it's over-relying on CG, not relying on CG, just over-relying. Because, mm -hmm. like, even something like Star Wars is actually a really good example. Star Wars' CG is especially, like, okay, for its time, always been amazing. Like, that's just a fact. Every Oh, that was kind of their whole thing. Yeah. In fact. And even in the modern day, like, modern Star Wars CG kind of fucks. Yeah. It kind of fucks. And it it's, it, do, it does that because it kind of, it has to, basically, right? It 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 is what it's on some level designed to do. It is designed to be this jaw-dropping thing. And I think the Marvel movies are kind of in that same honestly actually bring it back let's go much like the mr beast thing it is a whole lot of effort for a subpar product it is an insane yeah. amount of work 
an insane amount of money for something. And a, an insane amount of people who are defending it, saying things like, this is just what CG looks like, pointing at the ugliest, nasty shit you've ever seen that mm-hmm. looks like a Snapchat filter, saying, you're never going to, without years of work, have a good CG anything human-like because look at Thanos, that was a 10-year project to make him work. And it's like, well, not really. No, you can do You can have better. You just have to, like, treat your people well. You, treat- you just have to care. You, have to eat- you just have to not worry about your endless churning movies out thing. Putting out three Marvel movies a year, too much. Well, not even necessarily too much. Just too much to do with the tiny amount of money they want to use. What was it? Nina was saying that their current movies look like the TV shows. That's um, not wrong. Quantumania. Nita said the oh my god, Mordok and Quantumania, um, um, whatever his name was, is. Oh my god, like yeah, Modok. Yeah, Modok. Like the CG in that looked like one of the TV shows on Disney Plus, and she's like, and to clarify, that is a bad thing. Yeah, yeah. And there's like it, like there's articles talking about how they diverted money from Quantumania to make Wakanda Forever better, and it's like yeah. It shows that there are movies you care about and there's movies that you don't care about. Just don't make the movie then. Just or, just or simply wait. Simply just wait. Delay. Slow down. You're allowed to delay movies. That that I think is the, is the other thing is that like I think it, it happens with video games too. Like there's a huge conversation here about oh, video yeah. games too. That like it is simply the the content machine that we have all. People want things now mm-hmm. and they aren't willing to wait. And unfortunately, that has led to a massive drop in quality across the board for everything yeah and there are obviously exceptions i'm not sitting here i actually truly don't i don't actually think that i would say about half of the marvel movies are are actually just like bad job like they've done a bad movie i think the other half are they're fine they're fine but that's the thing is that they're allowed to just be fine right yeah it that's and honestly when i say marvel movies are bad i'm probably in the same camp where only about half of them are things that i point out and say that's shit yeah you know, and, and I would argue yeah, for knowing, your Thor knowing, knowing you, yeah. <laughs> knowing you and knowing me, I would argue that both of us, when we say that shit, we're really like, that kind of sucks, but it's fine. Like, it probably isn't. For the, yeah, for the most, there's some things that I'm like, this is actual garbage. Yeah, and then absolutely. the other stuff, there's like maybe seven, one, seven of them that I'm like, these are good. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of them are these are fine. And there's so many people who are like, no, this is the thing I've decided to care about. It all is good. It's like, well, I, I also think that it people, doesn't need to be. We've talked about this too before. Is that like there is a, you're allowed to like things that are bad. It's actually yeah. okay. And I think that that is you, a, like that is a huge I think issue is that when you say something is bad, people don't like not to be like, oh, I'm so enlightened, but like for a long time in my life, when you said Star Wars bad, I was like, damn, I can't believe you hate this thing I love. And that's not at all necessarily what that says. That just says Star Wars is kind of bad actually. And yeah, dude, Star Wars is kind of bad actually. You're right. Star Wars yeah. kind of sucks, doesn't it? I love yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not sitting here saying you can't like it. No. I'm just sitting here saying some of these are not great. Some of these kind of poo-poo. And that's that's okay. You're allowed to think things are Garbo. Things are allowed to be Garbo, actually. Hottest take possible on the planet. Things are allowed to be bad. And it's it's actually truly okay when things are just kind of bad or mid or mm-hmm. just like, oh, it, it's it, it's fine. It truly is okay. Yeah, it's just don't pretend it's more than it is. You know, like you can acknowledge that certain elements of things are fun while also saying, yeah, this is objectively not that great, but that's okay. Yeah. That's my biggest issue with Marvel stuff is that people are trying to claim that it's like a jaw-dropping presentation of like high quality things. And it's like, it's not. It's not. It's good. It's fun. It's fun. It is fun. But it's not next level, like game-changing shit. Yeah, it's not breaking breaking the boundaries. It's not changing the world in any meaningful way. It is... 
is simply fine. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. Again, it's okay for things to be simply fine. Yeah. You have to lit- like kind of not to like make not to say to the guys who are like, oh, you have to have a bad movie to know what a good movie looks like. But like, it's okay to have bad movies. It's okay to only have one or two good movies a year. I think the problem is, is that like a lot of people like what is a good movie is not necessarily what makes the most money. Yep. Um, that is kind of the actual problem here is that like it, it's not profitable to spend, uh, you know, three years on a movie that is actually good. It's profitable to spend a, three years on a movie that will get people it would get butts in seats. Mm-hmm. and this comes back this is again the oh capitalism is the root of all evil but like kind of dude kind of yeah that is what it, that is what the take is capitalism is the problem with film it's the problem with mr beast it's the problem with houses capitalism kind of blows and it sucks that that has to be like a hot take it sucks that like and it sucks actually what i actually think it is i don't even think that that's even a hot take anymore if i'm being honest I, oh, it's not. It's just that people have now co-opted it so that it's like you can say it as an aesthetic that you can sell in a capitalist sense. Correct. Which is even more depressing. Yeah. It's, but I really want to wrap us up and not feel like uh, on a downer note. No, nah, dude. I Here's the thing. Somehow. <laughs> here's where I would like to end on, right? Let's hit it. it I think that just because things are bad, just because Mr. Beast is bad, just because whatever is bad, doesn't mean you can't enjoy them. and doesn't mean they can't also be doing good, important things. What actually matters isn't it is to an extent like the the no ethical consumption under capitalism, but like the effects that can that you can actively see and actively engage with are what actually matter, right? Like, not to bring up JK again, her effects are actively harming people. Even if like mm-hmm. we're not, I'm not going to talk about the game or anything, but like even it like her her as a yeah. person is that, actively the game har- irrelevant irrelevant in this. It's moment. her specifically her, her specifically is actively harming people. Therefore, bad. Mr. Beast, yes, there is some harm, but overall. I think it is safe to say there is a net positive. Should he have to exist? No. Whatever. Star Wars. Is it is it always good? No. Does it have a net, have a net positive? For some people. For me, absolutely. In my for me, Star Wars is incredibly formative and means a lot to me and does more good than it does harm. Doesn't doesn't mean that for everybody. Doesn't mean it's even necessarily an objective thing. Like harm and good are very subjective and it's okay to have disagreements on that. It's also okay to say, damn, dude. I sure do wish things were better. Mm-hmm. And that that's it. Th- things are things are things. can Things can be two things. That's where we're going to end today. Things could be two things. Hell yeah, they can, brother. Except for Noah. Noah can only be one thing. Damn. You know what? That That's my fault for saying it that way. Thank you.